This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means if I was smart, I would have called 15 minutes ago, got a little cash. Well, you are smart, Ron. You should go to Geico and Geico.com, and you should have gone 15 minutes ago. So listen to Ron. Go. Speaking of Ron, Carolina head coach Ron Rivera has reached the Super Bowl at every level as a linebacker on the 85 Bears, defensive coordinator of the 2006 Bears, and as head coach of the 2015 Carolina Panthers. Ron's a two-time coach of the year, the PFWA's assistant coach of the year, and a Super Bowl champion as a player. So his resume is substantial. However, however, it's not complete. Not until today, because today he's joining us. Ron Rivera, <laughs> thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. Great to be on. No team in the past 44 years has lost the Super Bowl and come back, as you know, to win the following season. 17 Super Bowl losing teams were one and done in the playoffs the next year, and 12 failed to even get there. Uh, you've been through it twice as a coach. How real do you think this sort of hangover effect that everybody talks about actually is? Uh, and considering that it's the Falcons' problem this year, are you rooting for it? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think there is something to it. I, I really do. I mean, it, it's, it's a tough set of circumstances. You know, it, it, it is a major letdown. And, you know, I can't talk specifically about, you know, how Atlanta is going to deal with it. But I know for us it was a difficult set of circumstances. Ron, like Clark said, you've been in the Super Bowl as a player and assistant as a head coach. What were the differences and which experience was the best? Wow, I'll tell you what, you know, the, the, the difference is as a player, you know, you have a little bit more time to yourself. You get to enjoy a few more things. And remember, when I played, though, it, it was before the, the media crush. It was before it became the spectacle. I mean, I really do believe the, the, the Super Bowl is, is two things. It's an event, it's a spectacle, then it's a game. And, and, and back then, you know, in 1980, uh, uh, 1985, you know, we, we faced it, but not what it is today. And so as a player back then, I really, truly enjoyed it. I thought New Orleans was a tremendous place to have a Super Bowl. Uh, then as an assistant coach, you work continuously. I mean, as a coordinator, I felt like I worked constantly. I didn't have a lot of free time, a lot of personal time. I think the only real opportunity I had to go out when we were at the Super Bowl was, was, late, was late, later Friday afternoon. Um, and then as a head coach, you're, you're constantly doing things. You're going from one thing to another and then practices, then meetings. So, um, you know, as a player, I, I thought I really, truly enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, the only neat thing for, for me in, in Super Bowl 50 was it was in my hometown area. Uh, I was able to see my parents, my brothers. Uh, that, that was really a neat event. The 85 Bears were the spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> you know, we were in many ways. We had some. We had a great cast of characters led by, uh, you know, probably the greatest ring, uh, ring, uh, ringmaster of them all, and Coach Dick, and it was, uh, it was really a, a great opportunity in time. You know, it's funny, but I, I agree with Goose. You were the spectacle because I was the poor reporter that year. I had to cover the quarterback every day as to which headband he was wearing and also the acupuncturist. Could we have a quote yeah. from the acupuncturist? Like, what are we talking about? And then we yeah. had the, uh, the, the deal with the, the radio personality in New Orleans. I mean, it really was a Super Bowl spectacle. And then you guys were the Super Bowl shuffling bears, too. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because there's so many great things that I remember about having been part of that football team and a lot of things I, I wish I could recall. But I, I do know that Jim McMahon was his own person. I mean, he has tremendous personality, great teammate, a guy you most certainly wanted on your side. And, you know, he, he really did know how to lighten the mood. And, and, and I think that really helped us that year with, with all the uh, pressures and, and the intensity level. Uh, he made, I, th I think he made it fun. I really do. And I think that really helped us as a football team. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. 
We're speaking with Carolina coach Ron Rivera on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet. And, Ron, there's, there's been only one repeat winner in the NFC South since the 2002 realignment. And guess what? That was your team. It was Carolina, which won it in 2013, <laughs> 14, and 15. So my question is, now that you've had one down year, and I heard you talk about difficult set of circumstances for Super Bowl losers. That must have been a difficult set of circumstances last year. But now that you've had one down year, what's your message to this year's team? Essentially, how do you climb the mountain again? Well, I think the big thing more so than anything else is about what we want to do. I, I think it's not about what we have to do, but what we want to do. And, and to me, I think you know, having a chance to, to reflect on the, on the past season and then look at you know, what we can become going forward. I thought we did some good things in free agency. I thought we had a pretty solid draft. So I feel very comfortable about you know our opportunities about doing what we want to do. So that's going to be the message, is guys. So we can be whatever we want to be, and 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 I know this much, you know, based on what we went through in, in 2015, I'd take that any day of the week, uh, except for at the end of the day, I want to win the Super Bowl. Well, of course, the one of the great advantages you have there is Cam Newton leading your offense. I'm just wondering when you look at him, you've been around a lot of quarterbacks over the years, uh, and coached against a lot of great quarterbacks. How great a quarterback do you believe he can become, and, and, and what skills do you think are unique to his game? Well, I think one of the things that, you know, you know, watching him and looking, I love the 2015 version, and, and that's what we're working towards is get him back to where he's he, he's been, what he's capable of. You know, and I think one of the things that's really unique is he's got tremendous vision. I mean, he can see things downfield. He can, you know, he can try and extend a play to, to give himself that opportunity to get to where he sees what's going on. Uh, when, when when he gets into a rhythm, I think he's as good as anybody in the league. I really do. You go back again and look at that 2015 and study when he got into that rhythm, the way he orchestrated our offense. You know, the one thing I don't think a, people, a lot of people understand is just, just how much control he has of the plays that we call and, and, and what we're doing. Now, last year there were some things that I, I didn't think worked in our favor. Obviously, the injuries early on in the season, especially to our left tackle, Michael Orr. You know, and, and, and I think that was probably one of the things that really offset us was the shuffling of our offensive line because of the injuries that went on. Khalil gets hurt, and we, we, we lose him for the rest of the year as well. So, you know, when, when you have a position catastrophe like we did, again, I, I think it changes, you know, the complex, uh, the, the complexion of what you want to do on offense. And, and it did. It hurt us. And, and I think because of that, it didn't allow us to, to utilize uh, Cam's abilities, you know, his, his, his ability to, to use his vision to extend a play to make a play happen downfield for us. How did you craft the Riverboat Ron persona? <laughs> I did craft it. They crafted it. You know, it, the, the the persona came about just because, you know, it, it's funny, but, you know, analytics has become a real big thing in, in this league. And, and, and going into the 2013 season, I had, you know, one of the things, I don't know if you guys know, but, but you know, I went out and found a mentor, and that was in John Madden, uh, who's a tremendous coach and has been very helpful, helpful to me. And in a lot of ways, you know, he's helped me to, to use my, gut instinct in this game and, and one of the things he said to me he said Ron you've played enough in this game you've coached enough in this game that you should know that there are certain things that you should risk you should go for you should do so I, I started you know reading up on analytics and, and one of the things that showed up was fourth quarters and so based on certain things and not fourth quarter fourth downs so certain things in fourth down you've got to be willing to go for and so I started looking at it, and I started doing it a little bit more in 2013 and it started paying off and next thing you know we start winning and somebody came up with this moniker of Riverboat Ron, so that kind of got stuck onto that. Next thing you know, you know that that that's something that uh, kind of caught on a little bit. Ron, just to follow up on that, is there a danger there that once you become known as a gambler, that therefore you have to sort of gamble then, even though when your instincts say, "I'm not so sure about this." No, because I mean, well, you got to be level-headed. Because I will say this: 
that that's I had that same exact scenario happen to me. I think it was week 14 uh, in the 2013 season. We're playing New Orleans. Uh, a lot of people felt I should have gone for it on fourth down. I didn't. I elected to punt. We had a good punt out of it. We had a good three and out series. We got the ball back. It gave us a chance to to, to go and 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 win the game, which we did. You know, everybody kept saying, "Oh, you know, you should have. You, you shouldn't punt. You should go for it. You should go for it." But I reason I punted was because of the things that was going on in the game. And, and again, I, I think that's one of the things that you do have to look at. It. Just because it, you know, you, you, people think you're supposed to. Um, and again, that's one of the things that you know, John Madden and I talked about is that there is no book. You, you know, I said, you know, I've been following the book, doing it by the book. Well, there is no book. It, it, it's really about, you know, what your what your instincts tell you as a coach. And, and that was what I did in, in certain situations. Well, you know, I found it interesting that your Twitter handle is uh, RiverboatRonHC, but I found more interesting that there's another coach in your house whose Twitter handle is <laughs> Coach Riv 2 And I'm just wondering, your wife, Stephanie, a former basketball coach with the Washington Mystics, among others, uh, yes. is it helpful yes. having a wife who's experienced some of the same challenges you have had? And number two, does it carry more weight when she says, hey, Coach, what the heck were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it does help because one of the things that, you know, I mean, I can come home and if something will be on my mind, she'll know it and she'll drag it out of me and we'll have a discussion. And, and one of the things that's interesting is, you know, in dealing with these personalities, she's got a great feel for personalities. And and so we talk about those things, and it helps me to understand and, and see things. And it has been. It's been it's been very helpful. Um, it does carry a little bit of weight, and, and I've always said this. My two worst critics are my mother and my wife. <laughs> you know, because I'll tell you right now, honestly, if we lose a game, I don't call my mom right away. I wait a couple of days before I call her, and sure enough, she'll have an opinion on it. <laughs> we've got an opinion on what we've got to do next round. We've got to go to commercial. Hey, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck for the season. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Th- thanks, man. Thanks, Ron. That was Carolina coach Ron Rivera. Up next, why our Ron Borges believes Lloyd Wells should be in the Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.